Gen-X ladies, have you ever stopped, took a breather, and thought, hey, is this it? I mean, is this all? Then life hits you with menopause and midlife crisis. Well, that's what happened to me. But ladies, it's not game over. Oh, no. We've got to get up and claim our space and fight back. My name's Simona, and come join me as I document my life journey, discover midlife solutions one step at a time. I will present various ways to improve our lives and increase our self-care. I will interview inspiring people, share with you the best-kept secrets to a successful and meaningful life. So let's get rocking! Couch the Fire will inspire you to get unstuck and venture out of your comfort zone and ignite your fire within. Couch the Fire. Get your life back. Hello, this is Simona, and I have a special guest. Her name is Alessandra Navidad. She's the executive director of the ACLU in Phoenix, Arizona. Welcome, Alessandra. Yay, thank you. Thanks so much for having me. We're so excited because you have this amazing position, but I kind of want to ask you a couple questions about it, about yourself, and and just a simple question like, how did you take action? Like, how did you get where you were, and what kind of building blocks do you need to take action on such a big change in your life, or a successful Wow, yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's, a, that's a great question, a big, big question. Um, you, you know, I, I, I think you definitely have to be willing to go outside of your comfort zone and take, take, a, take a risk. You know, I first started working for the ACLU in New Orleans, oh. and, um, you know, my kid's dad um, and I went to New Orleans. He's from there. So we, we went and I was looking for a job in the newspaper business. My, my formal training is in journalism. And mm-hmm. so I was, I was applying for a bunch of different jobs. I, was, I applied at a TV station, even though I have no television experience. <laughs> right. uh, I applied at the newspaper and, and it's not a big media market. So I wasn't able to find anything. Uh-huh. And then there was an executive assistant position um, making like substantially less. I think it was like almost half as much as I was making before, but it was at the ACLU uh-huh. and uh, and it was a tiny little office and the job application was like, they asked you all these questions about, you know, the death penalty and the first amendment and gay rights. And I was like, I was a writer and I was like, oh, this is awesome. So I wrote these little essays. That was part of the job interview, oh, wow. to write essays. So I was like, this is great. And then, you know, I got the job and it was, I had never been, um, you know, I, I, this is my first sort of job working in an advocacy organization that, that was nonprofit because uh-huh. I've been in the for-profit newspaper business. Right, so, right. um, and then that was, that was, how was that? 20 years ago. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> so that was, uh, you know, that was awesome. New Orleans is, um, it's a city that has a lot of, um, you know, racial injustices. And mm-hmm. it's a, um, you know, at that time was predominantly black city, um, lot high number of uh, people who were being disproportionately um, incarcerated. They had a lot of police misconduct issues. Mm. They had a lot of weird church state issues where, you know, like priests were like going into public schools and praying and 
which is not permitted. Right, right, right. right. Our constitution. Right. Um, and, uh, and, but it was great. You know, I loved, um, I loved working there and I loved New Orleans. And, and so then I was there. That was in 1999. And then I ended up, so then I was executive assistant. I went from executive assistant to executive director in seven years. So that wow, was, yeah, and you have to be. I think I, I had to, you know, you have to be willing to, to move around. I think we we ended up, uh, you know, going back to Florida, and then I ended up coming here. And so that's the one great thing about the ACLU is that if you're willing to move to different states, like we have a lot of, we have a nationwide organization, and so that was, that was a big, um, you know, a, a big a big risk right for me mm-hmm. I left my family in, right. in Florida that's where I'm from and I came here and I wanted to be in a in a city in a state that had a large Latino population uh-huh um and what nationality are you so my mom is from Brazil and okay. my dad is from Argentina okay and then I grew up in Miami up around like a bunch of Cubans Colombians Venezuelans I have a really weird accent <laughs> In Spanish. I used to, right? Yeah. Yes. Everyone's always like, wait, where are you? Why do you have a weird accent? When I come here, because everyone, you know, speaks very traditional Mexican Spanish. Um, so anyway, so I was, I, you know, you've got to be willing to, to really go outside your comfort zone. And I never, you know, had no experience fundraising, had no experience managing people, um, and, you know, just did it because I had a passion for the organization, so... And here I am, 20 years later. That's amazing, and I love it. I'm so excited for you. Um, I, I just feel like, wow, that's such a big step. I mean, it's, I for me, it's like nerve-wracking because you didn't know what you were going getting into, and that step to get, and your focus was so, like, sharp that... Um, it scares me, so right, I'm right. so glad that you're so fierce like that. A fierce woman, Woo! fierceness, right? I, sometimes I don't necessarily feel fierce all the time, but but I think you're. I mean, I think you're you're right. You've got to, um, you, you know, I think if you're passionate about something, mm-hmm. that that really guides you, and I think that ultimately that fire in the belly for whatever you know it could be an organization or it could be a particular mm-hmm. strength that you have or it could be place that you want to be then that I think that goes a long way because it makes you want to get up in the morning and that really drives drives you right to to work harder and be the best you can be absolutely how long are you gonna stay at the ACLU here well you know that's a good question I have I really built this um, organization I started here four people and now we're at 24 and I have some amazing I've really been really thoughtful about um, developing other leaders who uh-huh. work um, under me and I think I have several people in my organization right now who could easily take over and so you know I, I definitely have been thinking about you know there's a big election coming up um, and then part of me thinks oh my goodness <laughs> like there could be a lot going on in November <laughs> well maybe I should just move to Canada or something <laughs> Um, but you know, I, you know, I don't know. I don't, I don't, um, I love this organization and I haven't really thought about it, but, but there's, there's, you know, I'm I'm still, I think I'm still young. (laughs) Absolutely. You're still young. So, um, but you know, I think, I do think it's important for women, particularly women in executive, uh, leadership positions Mm -hmm. to, to, um, develop 
other women and develop other staff. And so I have a, I have a really great sort of senior team that a lot of them are significantly younger than me, but they have a lot of amazing potential. And, and so, and that's, and I've been really thoughtful about succession planning. So kind of lining things up. <laughs> I love it. And it's good to give back to the younger generation because you have to groom them and they are, I'm sure, so thankful for your leadership and guidance. They, Yeah, oh, absolutely. And, and, you know, I used to be, when it was, I was here in 2010 after Arizona passed that horrific racial profiling anti-immigrant law called 1070, which mm-hmm. is still on the books. But at that time, there was four of us on staff, uh, five of us on staff, and it was... Um, you know, uh, I did I did all the media interviews. You know, I was the lobbyist. I would draft the press releases, and now I have I've been you know my staff. We have the amazing experts, issue experts on my staff. So they're all the media goes to them, and they're the they're the face of the organization, and they're doing a lot of the media, and they're doing the lobbying at the Capitol. Um, I'm really proud. We're we're. Um, we have the only, I think we have an amazing new policy director who's African-American um, in a state that's very, very kind of not very diverse. And so, right, right. Um, you know, he's been really leading our uh, advocacy efforts in the legislature. Um, and I have the uh, Latina legal director, and she's the only one in the entire country. And so <laughs> part of me thinks, you know, these are all, these are all really good, good, um, important sort of milestone so yeah yeah and I'm so proud of you that's such great accomplishments that you've done so far so thank you um, is there anything that we can do to help you um, you mean the listeners uh, yes. I mean I don't know I think, I think we should definitely uh, as women support each other and I, I do mm-hmm. think that we don't spend enough time um, doing the self-care piece I think I think we have there's we have to learn more how to how to do the self-care with <laughs> our yeah. uh, my younger staff they're really good about that um, and support each other and um, just be vocal about the things that you care about and let your elected officials know you don't have to be an expert on a lot of these issues a lot of times people really hesitate to contact their elected officials because they think, oh, I'm not an expert on this, but you know what? You don't have to be an expert. So if there's something that you care about, that you're passionate about, you know, try, try to get outside of your comfort zone, go to a, talk about doing actions, go to a yeah. rally, yeah. sign up for a, you know, to volunteer at a food bank, um, yeah. Yeah. you know, become a member of your church and do volunteer work with them or sign up to clean up the neighborhood. I mean, these are all things that that um, will kind of get you off the couch, right? Right. <laughs> and be a part of the community to right. take action. I mean, this is our community. This is our neighborhood. We should be part of it. Right. And, and just be part of the movement. Right. Right. So, well, thank you, Alessandra, oh, for coming so by. And uh, we will see you again. Okay, great. Thanks for having me. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Couch to Fire. I hope this podcast sparks something in you to take action to live your best life. If you're interested in joining me in this podcast and have something inspiring to share, please contact me. Couch to Fire. Live your best life.